The Priory Society Podcast. My first cuck actually matched with him on Tinder, but he didn't advertise as being a cuck, but I definitely was advertising about the fact that I have no plans on being monogamous. What does your bio say on Tinder? Right now, it says, I'm looking for a one-sided open relationship where you are faithful to me and I'm not to you, and we both love it that way. There's no word cuckold, there's no no weird shit, and we both love it that way is very important. Venus, the cuckoldress, she is here live with us in studio all the way from Canada. Yeah. And we're going to be diving into being a cuckoldress, having a cuck in your life, the relationship dynamics between the man and the woman. Hot wife stuff, too. Hot wife stuff, too. We're going to demystify some misconceptions, clarify the difference between hot wifing and cuckolding. There's this widespread belief that cucks are weak and pathetic, submissive. Mm-hmm mistreated, not respected, all of those things. It couldn't be further from the truth. People think that they're less of a man. That's just not right. To be a cock is a very emotional mindfuck, and especially because it's with someone who you really love. Sure. So this whole mix of emotions that a cuck feels where he's turned on, but he's also anxious and he's a little bit jealous. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to deal with that and cope with that in a positive way, you have to be very mentally strong. And so this idea that cucks are pathetic and weak is bullshit. I'm what you would call a queen of spades. Are you a person who's a size queen? Yes. You love the big dicks. Yeah. Now, what does that mean to you being a size queen? I like nine inches and above. And yeah, I have yet to meet someone that was like too big. That you couldn't handle. Yeah. But I'm sure there's one out there. So you have a deep. Still looking for her. You got a deep. (laughs) She has a deep pussy. I do. She looks like she has a tight one, dude. It's not. It's not. And I'm proud. I'm proud. Not not anymore. I do not want a tight pussy. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Hey, sexies. Welcome back to the Priory Society podcast. I am Isis and I am in the studio with my Mexican husband, Eros. Always drinking tequila, dude. Salud, pues señores. Sí, salud. 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 Salud, mi amor. Cuck Venus. Salud. Mm. Very nice. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Good to have you here. Thank Guys, you. Guys, we have a treat for you. And she's here in the flesh, visiting Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask why. I mean, it could be anything. She could be doing a sensual, naughty trip. That's right. She could be here for work. What are you doing in Los Angeles? <laughs> I'm just here for a fun weekend away. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And you brought funny. your executive protection with you. <laughs> yes. You're smart. You didn't come alone. Yeah. No. I agree. You don't want to yeah, go anywhere alone. I mean, no. look, we're trustworthy people, but you never know. We want to ask you about that. We'll get into it in a little bit because you're an expert and you're seasoned in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And when we say lifestyle, our listeners already know that it's a big umbrella and a huge spectrum yeah. of fun play styles from the lifestyle of swinging to hot wifing and so forth. But you have a great niche and you call yourself the cuckoldress. Now, how did you come up with that? I mean, is that something that's known out there? Or you coined that term? <laughs> no, it's it's definitely something that's known. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I definitely knew right from early on that that was the role that I wanted versus hot wifing. So, yeah, it suits me. It's who I am. 
And when was this? Let's find out a little bit about you, too, before we get too far deep into the episode. I mean, give us the short version of who is Venus? Where are you from? What is your professional background, if you could say? And how long ago did you get started in this lifestyle? So I'm 41. I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada. I'm single Mm. and uh, love this lifestyle. Got started in 2015. And was introduced by uh, Cuck about this lifestyle and loved it ever since. Never looked back. Mm-hmm. Before that, for about 10 or 11 years, I was into the whole non-monogamy swinging world. Okay. And as a solo woman. Okay, great. So, <laughs> the unicorn galore. Naughty. Oh, okay. <laughs> Super yeah. naughty. I can I just like imagine. You. You're probably, your phone was blowing up. Did you have the unlimited plan? Because you needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had a lot of amazing experiences yeah. and completely explored my sexuality during that time, which was a great segue into this lifestyle that I'm in now. That's badass. You know, when we look at our statistics, Canada is like our number two demographic. Canada? Yeah. (laughs) Canada. You know, what's funny is that our Canadian friends call it Canada. So I just thought I'd I'd say hello to them. But it's the United States, it's Canada, and then Europe, UK, UK, and then Australia. A lot of freaky people. A lot of perverts in Canada. A lot of open-minded people and people who we like to believe are a bit more evolved in terms of being in touch with their feelings and being in touch Mm -hmm. with how they want to maximize their life. Getting what they want in life. Absolutely. Yeah. They're open-minded. We find that in Europe, our friends that are European as well. Mm -hmm. It's common for them to be welcoming of the lifestyle. They're freaky. You know, it's common for the guy to have a girlfriend on the side and the the, the woman as well. Mm -hmm. To have a little boyfriend, a little boy toy. (laughs) We want to hear about you. So hands on. Hands on. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) Say hands on one more time. Hands on. Oh, shit. My husband just put his hand on his dick. (laughs) Hands on. Okay, it's definitely a quarter chub right now. (laughs) You know that her vagina is about three feet away from my extended hand. It's right there. But damn it, she's on the other side of the desk. Well, there's a big desk in the middle of us. But when I look at her, see her straight teeth? Yeah, he loves your smile. And she has great hygiene, right? Oh, yes. Because, look, it doesn't take a medical professional or someone in in the realm of medicine to be conscious of their body, right? But I I think she has a very pretty vagina. I imagine. I do. Do you? Are you you able to describe it a little bit? Is it, do you, is it, I mean, is it the combo number four at Arby's or is it very flush and symmetrical and like a little line? Like a little credit card slot? No, it's welcoming to all the big dicks out there. It's welcoming. That's how I explain it. Yeah. Are you a person who's a size queen? Yes. You love the big dicks. Yeah. Now, what does that mean to you being a size queen? If a dick is smaller than how much, you won't fuck with it. What are the size parameters for you? I like nine inches and above. And yeah, I have yet to meet someone that was like too big. That you couldn't handle. Yeah. But I'm sure there's one out there. So you have a deep. looking for him. You got a deep. She has a deep pussy. (laughs) I do. She looks like she has a tight one, dude. (laughs) It's not. It's not. And I'm proud. I'm proud. Not anymore. I do not want a tight pussy. No, thank you. I'm so opposite for most women. I'm like, no. You want to be able to take it. Sex would hurt if it was too tight. Yeah, these guys that I fuck, they don't want girls with tight pussies. They Mm. just, they're going to. It's not enjoyable for them. Now, I imagine guys with bigger dicks have a hard time staying hard. Is that the case? Or have you found different? Do they have like no problem getting a rock hard erection and having enough stamina to stay hard? Mm, yeah, no, I haven't had any issues with that. Okay. No, it's just it's you. Because my pussy's so good. <laughs> it's so good, damn it. <laughs> you turn them on so much. 
that the blood flow intensifies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty sure that's what it is. I that's love amazing. it. I love it. So, size queen. I don't want to make any assumptions here, but does that mean that you're only fucking a certain type of guy? Are we talking about BBCs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm what you would call a queen of spades. So it's I basically exclusively fuck black guys, big black guys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I have three queen of spades tattoos on mm-hmm. my body. Love it. And so I'm dedicated. And yeah, that's just my preference. I what? started fucking black guys and now I just love it so much. I can't stop. Dedicated how? Like to a certain guy? No. With their name on it or how? What I guess when, when you get a tattoo that symbolizes that, it just means you're dedicated for like the rest of your life. Yeah, Got so, it. so not for not to three guys for three tattoos, but just you just love just, black dudes. So yeah. once you went black, you never went back after that. It's true. <laughs> it's a true saying. Yeah. It is. I know. I always I, wondered about yeah. that. Yeah. It's true. No yeah. black guys for you. No, yeah, you <laughs> No, she's been with black dudes and she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> loves it. It just depends on the guy. I mean, everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, okay, so Queen of Spades, you only fuck black guys exclusively. Now, when you're talking about the black guys, these are bulls, yeah. right? And when you are with a person in a relationship, this would be your cuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, well, I think this is a really good time to talk about some foundational well, definitely stuff, right? because you know we have a ton of listeners and can they go to urban dictionary sure but we have someone who lives the lifestyle here yeah we want to hear from her what she believes these terms are mm-hmm. we want to hear her definition of these terms yeah. right because everyone has their own perception of what they believe is true anyway so why don't we pull out the leather bound perverted dictionary mm, yes please let me take it out of the cellar and mm. place it right here, right on Pull the table. It out. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this leather-bound perverted dictionary has mm-hmm. ancient words in here. Hear those, oh, those pages right there. Oh, I love it. Now, the kind of wisdom that's contained within these pages is the equivalent of being present at the Council of Nicaea, Oof. holding the Mahabharata Damn. or the Bhagavad Gita, that's and we're going to go through. And figure out, for our listeners' sake, what is hot wife? What is cuckold? What's cuckoldress, right? The yeah, difference. What is that? We lay the foundation so that we can expand on this and we can find out more about her vagina. Yes. Cuckoldress Venus. Break down some of the nuances for us between hot wifing and the cuckold lifestyle to help our listeners get a better perspective because some people really have no idea or they might assume about it based on what they've seen in movies or shows or maybe even a documentary. Like we know as swingers, most of what people ask us about swinging is all bullshit. It's not true. Stuff they've seen in porn. Yeah, exactly. Porn They assume because they read a blog or they they want to start slapping the pussy. Yeah, they think just stuff that that just in their head is truth to them. To them, right. That's all they know. So from your personal perspective, because you live this lifestyle, break down the nuances between the cuckold lifestyle, what a cuckoldress is and what a hot wife is. Okay, so there's a lot of overlap there. Mm -hmm. And I think for people who are just learning about it, it's kind of confusing trying to figure out what's what. So basically, the whole cuckolding, hot wifing thing is just a form of non-monogamy where it's open on one side and not on the other. So the woman can sleep with whoever the fuck she wants. He's totally going to be faithful to her. And then it's the dynamic between those two that will differentiate between cuckolding and hot wifing. So hot wifing is a lot of wife sharing. So he's getting off on sharing his wife. Mm -hmm. 
There's not a lot of like power imbalance between the two. There's not a lot of teasing and humiliation or sexual denial between the two. Mm-hmm. So that's really what makes cuckolding different. Cuckolding is more where she's in charge and she's making the decisions about who she sleeps with. Whereas hot wifing can be him in that in charge position saying like, I want you to fuck that guy or you can only mm-hmm. sleep with who I give you permission to sleep with. Yeah. This, this kind of dynamic between the two. So cuckolding is is a lot different in that there's this kind of um, feeling of unfairness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seemingly unfairness. Like the woman is in charge. Yeah. And it's all about her. And yeah. and a lot of people just, they, they're like, well, I don't really understand. Like what, what was, what would be in it for him then? Yeah. Like poor him. Right. How is that fair <laughs> yeah. that you get to sleep with whoever you want as a female, but he doesn't get any yeah. other action. Yeah. yeah. And so they don't understand that part. And they're kind of like, well, why would he want that? Why would he like that? Mm-hmm. And that's the part I love to teach people about because there's a lot in it for him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in it for her. And there's this huge amount of back and forth that's going on. It's a very giving relationship. Whereas most people, there's this kind of stereotype out there of cucks where they're just um, ignored or whatever, tossed to the side or whatever. Right, belittled in yeah, the corner. Belittled, yeah, all of this sort of stuff. And it's not true, actually. There is so much back and forth. It's a two-way street. That's what I say about it. It's just that with cuckolding, she's like rubbing it in his face a little bit, mm-hmm. teasing him about this whole her sleeping with other guys sometimes mm-hmm. literally rubbing it in his face right like rubbing cu- <laughs> like rubbing the other guys come in his face yeah okay <laughs> so i think she likes that too. Yeah, she's yeah. blushing yeah, i do i i love it yeah. <laughs> so and that in itself is not necessarily humiliating or degrading or anything like that but it's a really intimate moment between the two and that's why people don't they're like okay what's in it for him mm-hmm. actually he loves it and she loves that moment. And the two of them together love that moment. So there's a lot of back and forth. Um, hot wifing, I think, is more palatable to people out there who are mm-hmm. thinking about possibly going down this road. Yeah. And so they might kind of go down that road a little bit, touch right. into Try hot it. wifing, Try it, you know, yeah. dip their toes into it, and then possibly move into cuckolding. Right. Because for a lot of women, this kind of teasing and humiliation part doesn't come naturally for them. Do you think most people who delve into cuckolding start out as a hot wife couple or is it totally different? Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I think most cuck couples are, they're a married couple mm-hmm. and the husband brings it up and says, I have this fantasy. I really want to do it. And that's how they get into it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, most, I would say most couples start really, really slowly. So maybe it does look more like hot wifing in the beginning mm-hmm. and then moves into cuckolding down the road. But that's the usual progression yeah. is that it becomes a cuckold relationship. It turns into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then in your experience, not necessarily personal experience, but you must know other people in that life. How often do people take the more extreme version of cuckolding where we're talking about chastity and there's denial of sexual pleasure for the man for the cuck and he either has to stay in a cage and you know all that kind of stuff i think that's not as common as what people think and unfortunately with porn out there the cuck porn kind of really plays on that whole femdom glamorizes that part because that's easy that's an easy storyline to tell in porn um so People have this general idea that that's very, very common where it's, you know, 
extreme sexual denial or feminization and stuff like that and mm-hmm. or forced by stuff i mean that i don't feel like that that's generally oh, what's forced going by on. like the cuck will suck yeah inner, suck the bull's dick and that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't personally i don't feel like that that's um super common out there mm-hmm. but there's this idea that it is because of porn right it makes yeah. a better video and yeah. It makes and, for downloads. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sure there's couples out there who do that. I do know some of them and that works for them. But I feel like that's really kind of on the extreme edge. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for most couples that are trying out cuckolding, it's not going to be way out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, when you're engaged in a play scenario, is your cuck present watching the whole time? How does that usually work? Or do you go off with a bull and then come back to your cuck and talk about it later? In the relationships that I've had, it's been a combination of those things. Some of my relationships have been long distance. So be mm-hmm. actually physically being there is not, you can't feasible. Do it. Yeah, yeah. But there's other ways like listening on the phone or hearing about it after or getting the text messages or a little audio clip or something like that. Shit, that stuff is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done like a live stream kind of for your cuck while taped your yeah. session with a bull while the cuck was watching? Yeah. I've definitely done that. And oh, it's just there's something about that that's so fun. But really, it only works in a a real relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's and if it wasn't, if it was just some guy, some friend of mine that was watching, it would be fun. But it's totally not on the same level as if it's somebody who you love that's present in that scenario. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's when it's so crazy fun. So you talked about some intimate moments between the cuck and the cuckoldress, right? The husband and wife, let's say. You mentioned that you literally <laughs> like to rub it in his face. And we're talking about cum. Now, how often are cream pies involved? How often will a bull just come inside you and do a raw dog session, no condom, come inside, and then the cuck cleans it up? I think that's very common in mm-hmm. cuckolding. And I guess that might weird out some women, but Mm -hmm. oh, fuck, it's so fun. Like, it's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) You're speaking my language. (laughs) (laughs) Because my primary language is Spanish, but what she said right now, I resonate with. I understand it. There's something about that moment where, you know, your boyfriend or husband's face is between your thighs and and he's cleaning you up and you're telling him about this fucking amazing mind-blowing sex that you just had Mm -hmm. with this guy that moment is so connecting it's so bonding that it's like next level love so you said cleaning up right now and i want for the listener who's uninitiated right now the husband would be cleaning up or licking off someone else's sperm from your pussy yep that would be it very cool (laughs) wow Yeah, and there's something so symbolic about that because Mm -hmm. she's just been with somebody else, the taboo of that, um, and then she comes back and it's almost like you are reconnecting in that moment. And Mm -hmm. he's by doing that saying, it's okay what you just did. And so it's a very loving gesture. That's why it's so crazy intimate. It's it's full circle. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. Amazing. Wow. I'm okay. like, I'm trying, I'm still picturing it in my head. I'm a little yeah. speechless right now. <laughs> How do you keep it in there long enough? Well, if the guy is, if the cuck if is nearby, the yes. then that's nearby. easy. Yeah. yeah. And if the bull is qualified and he understands the rules, he knows to move out of the way, right? He understands his role. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the big fuck ups that single males are making that prevent them from becoming bulls 
to qualified couples that would normally invite them in. Or, but single yeah. guys are fucking it up. Exactly. Or, you know, being a bull maybe as a repeat performance, being asked back to be a regular in their sexual life. Yeah. So the, I think the biggest mistake that guys who want to be bulls make is that they assume that it's just about sex. And it's yeah. really not. Um, a bull, a really good bull has to be totally in tune with everyone that's involved, not just mm-hmm. her. And so if he is genuinely interested in that dynamic between her and her cuck, yeah. that's what makes him a really good bull. So if he's respectful of that, if he wants to learn about, okay, what is it that they like? Not only what do they like, but if things are really go- going good, how can they be better? If that's yeah. how he's thinking, that's fantastic. It's great. But if he is just simply looking for sex, or if he assumes that he has to be dominant and he kind of takes that role right. when mm-hmm. it's not invited or not appreciated, yeah, that's a big mistake. So, um, and maybe guys just get too excited about having sex and they just want to fuck. And- yeah. And they just like, that's all they're thinking about. And they're kind of forgetting about this whole other dynamic that's going on in the room. Right. So that's a big mistake. Guys who are like pushy or want to fuck right away or mm-hmm. introducing race play language when it's not welcome. Right. Got it. Those kind of things are really a put off, I think, for now, most women. Is your cuck typically a white boy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know why. Oh, you're naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so you you get these guys. How you do ever f- have a Mexican? <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about the other border? <laughs> hey, um, I'm just trying to get my green card, dude. Fuck all the other <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'll play the I'll role. Move o- I'll move over. I will that. role play all Actually, you want. I have something important to do down the street right now. While you guys finish <laughs> the podcast together. Yeah. In fact, hold on a second. Hold on. Do you guys hear this? <laughs> do, do you hear that? I hear it. Venus, do you hear that? Yes. That's me blowing up my mattress here at the office. <laughs> here at the studio. Awesome, it's but t- we don't need it. This desk will do. It's time to get, <laughs> I love it. Time to get busy in here, man. She's a really good sport. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh my god. Listen, how do you, how are you finding these cucks? Are you on websites, Venus? How are you finding qualified play partners? Well, my first cuck actually matched with him on Tinder of all places. Okay, <laughs> but it, he didn't advertise as being a, a cuck. But I definitely was advertising about the fact that I have no plans on being monogamous. So, oh, you write that? Yeah, yeah. don't I try to lock that me down. There. Yeah, I was yeah. like, hell no, I'm not. Like, I'm is, not even gonna. What does your bio say? What does it say on Tinder? Right now, it says that I'm interested, or I'm looking for a one-sided, open relationship where you are faithful to me and I'm not to you, and we both love it that way. Mm. And I think that's the most simple way of saying it. There's no word cuckold. There's no no weird shit. It's just basically paint a picture in your mind. And we both love it that way is very important. Yes. (laughs) And you get responses, I'm sure. Well, it's hard to know which guys actually read that and which don't because they Mm -hmm. just see a pretty picture and they swipe right and then they ask me about it afterwards with a thousand questions. But Are you pretty private? Do you show your face? I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> I do on my Tinder profile, but mm-hmm. it's not connected to my lifestyle in any other way other totally than private. what it says Got on it. there. Yeah, yeah. So those two are not connected. So and I your don't... name on Tinder isn't Cuckolders of Venus. No, it's not. Right, right, okay. right. It's, totally, <laughs> it's private, anonymous. Yeah. So don't come looking for me right, on there. Right. <laughs> now, when you're screening these single guys, what kind of 
good qualities are you on the lookout for things that elude you to know, okay, well, he'd be just besides responding to your bio, what would make him a good cuck? And then on the flip side, what are some red flags that really turn you off? Some things that let you know, okay, well, this dude, he's not being sincere. I don't think he's the right one for me. What are some of the things you look for? Okay, I will start off by saying dating in this lifestyle that I'm in sucks Mm -hmm. really bad. It sucks a lot. And unfortunately, there's a lot of single guys out there who fantasize about this lifestyle a lot, like Mm -hmm. it consumes them. But when it comes to actually living this lifestyle as a cuck, terrifies them. Sure. Yeah. Because in their mind, there's nothing worse than being a cuck. Like this is a certain amount of shame about it. It's scary. They don't want other people to find out. Mm -hmm. This would be worse than hell if anybody ever found out about it. And so this kind of fear attached to that Mm -hmm. keeps them from actually dating properly. Yeah. So they seem really interested in the beginning and then they just fucking disappear. Right. (laughs) So I think that for guys who are not afraid to share things about themselves, like what they look like, who they are, Mm -hmm. all those normal dating things that you would, you know, expect when you're trying to date somebody. Right. If they're not afraid of sharing that right away and it's and kind of sharing that trust between you, then I appreciate that a lot. Mm -hmm. And if they're willing to talk on the phone, that's great. If they're willing to like FaceTime, awesome. Then I'm, I'm, these are all green flags. Mm -hmm. But for the guys who just want to talk about the fantasy of it, there's so many of them out there who approach me like that, where they just want to talk about cuckolding stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't give them the time of day anymore. I probably did four years ago because I didn't realize it was like a problem like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You become a counselor to them and some educational guru at that point. I'm just like a fetish dispenser. I'm their fantasy go-to jerk-off material girl. And after a while, that's very tiring and annoying. Oh, sure. (laughs) Venus, how about physical attributes for people that you're looking for to play with? You like a guy with muscles, wears a black shirt, t-shirt, has like a Mexican Mexican hair. clean cut. You know, GQ kind of wears a mariachi hat. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, do you like guys that are, if you're looking at them for a relationship slash cuck play, Mm -hmm. do you want them to be muscular? Do you need them to be uh, more of a accountant looking skinny boy? What attracts you? Well, I think that for like when I'm looking for a cuck for a real relationship, and I'm talking about looking for somebody who I want to spend the rest of my life with because mm-hmm. that's the kind of relationship that I want. Yeah. Definitely. That really comes down to like just a basic mutual attraction and chemistry between you, just like any other kind of relationship. And that's hard to find as it is. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about physical characteristic other than just I need to be attracted to that person. Yeah. Whereas sure. when I'm looking for bulls, this is very physical <laughs> you, have, you have a do you have a specific All type right. she's not going to tell me that she's looking for me <laughs> so let's, let's, let's move on he's let's like on. next question venus i'm um, here <laughs> let me throw this, he's throw this, all our throw this fucking away. paper all right let's talk about something interesting when you're screening for a bull mm-hmm. what are the characteristics that you like to see do you like the tyson beckford is that the name of that light-skinned guy that was in the Fast and Furious? Or who, who is that uh, Like good-looking black dude? Oh. How about the guy from yeah. Power? Oh, he's hot. I don't know their names of these actors. We watch TV sometimes, but not a lot. How about Shamar Moore yeah. from SWAT? Are you looking for a guy like uh, light-skinned that looks like um, 
what's that guy that plays basketball for the oh, Stephen Curry? Yeah, like the, are you looking for that light skin dude, Curry. or you want just a black dude? Like the darker the better. Came out of Central Africa, big dick, <laughs> respects you, but it's gonna take care of you. I mean, is there something that you look for with these dudes? Talk to us because our listeners want to know what it is that you're looking for in your bulls. Yeah, so I like American black guys. They're the best. They're nice. just so confident, so smooth, and they just literally take what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that sense of confidence yeah. yes. that they have. And most of them understand this cuckolding thing. Like they've at least heard of it. Sure. So whereas in Canada, they uh, have no idea. And uh, <laughs> yeah. they're too nice over there. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's just a whole different kind of, I don't know, thing up there. But um I, for some reason, generally attract athletes, like professional athletes sure. and mm-hmm. f- like football players, basketball players, baseball players. I'd for some reason end yeah. up like attracting these guys and oh my God, they, I just like, they are the best. So they're taller. They're tall. They're built. muscular. Yeah. You like that style. Like yeah. six foot or yeah. close to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, how tall I are, think. How, how tall are you, Venus? I'm 5'2". <laughs> <laughs> oh, so these guys are, you're almost at their dick level. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's great. <laughs> Makes life easy. That's, Logistics that's where, easy. That's where you want to be. Yeah. 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 Is it true that guys that are super tall and big feet, do they generally have a large wiener or is that just a myth? Uh, Well, for black guys, yeah, they do. <laughs> they usually have. Yeah, I haven't met one that was small, no. <laughs> and you, that you turned away, right? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't turned one down. Yeah, yeah no. and, and you love that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally oh, do. Shit. Yeah. Now, awesome. had you been with black guys before you got into cuckolding? Yeah, I actually um, had been with a black guy uh, when I was into the swinging lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was, and him and I, oh, well, we had like insane great sex. Like it was fucking phenomenal. Nice. Mm-hmm. So much so that his wife was like, you know, I actually don't want you like her you little guys. too much. Yeah, yeah. To <laughs> fuck anymore. So he's like, I'm really sorry, but I can't do this anymore. Aww, I'm like, shit. Damn it. Yeah. So yeah. I was like on a mission after that to try to find somebody to replace him because I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know, six or eight months later that I met my first cuck. And then I eventually was like, you know, what about black guys? I'm like, hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Now, are you with someone right now that you would consider cuck potential or that you could bring into that part of your world? I have lots of cuck friends right now, Mm -hmm. um, but no one that I'm actually dating right now. Okay. Now, so you mentioned you've had different experiences with different bulls. If you're not in a relationship with someone, do you just reach out to the bulls and say, hey, baby, I need to get some? Oh, yeah. Can we let's do a booty call or whatever it is? I don't stop having sex when I'm single. (laughs) Do you only do you only fuck your bulls? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a a good setup, right? So there is just no hope for an Asian guy (laughs) or a white guy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're not going to fuck these guys. If they're qualified in the relationship department, maybe a relationship, but they're going to be a cuckold. That's right. It's going to be cuck play. And they need to understand that from the beginning. Yeah. But you would consider someone other than a black dude, or would you, do you see yourself being with two black guys, one that's a cuck and one that's your bull? I doubt it. Um, I have come across some black guys who are cucks and I'm not, I don't, I I'm not like against that or anything like that. Yeah. I still have an open mind towards that. Cool. It's just like literally in four years I've come across two. 
Yeah. Mm. So there's just right. not very many out there. But I'm not sure that race of the cuck is a huge deal for me. But for some yeah. reason, there's just like a ton of white guys that are yeah. wanting to be cucks. So I it's don't know. It's just worked out that <laughs> way. Yeah. You love it. They love it. Yeah. Everyone's fulfilled. Yeah. And it's a beautiful cycle. And there's love there. That's, I mean, that's the thing. It's yeah. who you fall in love with. Right. That's most important. You can't necessarily control that. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you're looking right now. Yes. You're looking for a primary relationship. My life partner. Yeah. All right. What's your website so people can go see your boobies and your pictures? <laughs> and- com. Just like that. Yep. Just like that. And if they reach out, if they go to your website, do you have a photo gallery where they can see some you know pieces of you? I do, but it's only available to my Patreon subscribers. So, yeah. So they're going to have to do that if they want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> do you show your feet and all that? Yes. It seems like you have pretty feet. I do. You take care of them. <laughs> I do. You take care of them. Yes. yes. Yeah. Very nice. All so right. let's talk about the cream pie thing again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's circle back to the most important topic. Yeah. How do we create cream more sperm? <laughs> So let's actually talk about your first cuckolding experience. Now, how long ago was that? That was five years ago, back in 2015. And before that, I had lots of really crazy, amazing sexual experiences in the swinging lifestyle. <laughs> like, I like fucking orgies and everything. Do you, like, do you ever do a gangbang? Okay, so I'm so glad you brought that up. Because <laughs> no, not a gangbang of just a bunch of guys. Okay. I've been with groups of couples and sure. like small groups, large groups, whatever. Yeah. And enjoy that part of it but never had a gangbang of just guys so i'm saving mm. that for a special day in my life all right so that we're going to talk about that soon but <laughs> let's get into your first cuckolding experience i mean how did you process that i mean your cuck was that a relationship you'd been in for a while was it a single guy you met that you wanted to try this whole thing out who was the bull how'd you meet the bull tell us about that how it went down it was so amazing i mean i had just i'd met my cuck in that summer and it was a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like sending him pictures and um, videos and it, just sharing just my, yeah, sharing my sexual adventures with him and him sure. loving that part of it. Nice. So there was a lot of that, which these were just like random guys that I was fucking. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> like lots of them. <laughs> and, uh, and then I set out to find an actual bull. And that's when I put an ad online and I mm. said, okay, I want a black guy with a big dick and you have to be okay with my boyfriend listening on the phone. Yeah. So it was like, everybody knew straight up what the expectations were. This, this is going to be an actual cuckolding yeah. experience, right? Now, what website was that, that you put an ad on? Was Craigslist? Craigslist Personal. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's what it was back then. I think then. we all I got our start it. there. <laughs> I miss it. It was, yeah. it, honestly, it was such a great place like, hey, for me to just yeah it yeah. did work it worked really well i got lots of bulls from that one post mm-hmm. <laughs> but so uh yeah I, I had this planned out to go and meet this bull at a hotel my boyfriend was gonna listen in and i'd never had anybody kind of listen in on the phone and this was a real relationship like i was in love with this guy mm-hmm. and so that in itself was making me a little bit nervous because i was sure. like he's oh, listening on the yeah. phone like but also the fact that this black guy had experience being a bull. And so I was a little nervous about that because I'd never been with somebody who'd had experience in that role before. Yeah. So I was like a ball of nerves. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I when I got into the hotel room, I was so nervous, but um, got my boyfriend on the phone and just immediately dropped to my knees, started sucking this guy's dick, had this phone next to my mouth. 
And you were holding the phone? Yeah. Oh, so we could hear all the sounds. Oh, yeah. All the saliva yeah, sounds. Yeah, it wasn't just wow. like the phone was like on the other side of the room or something. Like that. I was holding it so oh, he wow. could hear everything. And it mm-hmm. was so insanely hot. <laughs> and now, were you both like all naked at this point? Um, totally naked? Or were you wearing lingerie? I was wearing lingerie. Mm-hmm. And he, at that point, I think just had his pants down at that point mm-hmm. when I was on my knees. But I was like explaining to my cock like what I was doing at that moment. Oh, wow. Plus, yeah, he could hear everything because the phone is right there. Right. And you're probably gagging a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's huge. (laughs) (laughs) How big was he? How big was his dick? Oh, at least nine inches. He had a huge dick. Yeah, it was. Was was it thick? It was thick. Yeah. Like if you wrapped one hand around it, your fingers wouldn't wouldn't go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, It was it was so hot and and like I know that this bull like I didn't know him very well but mm-hmm. I know that he thought he knew I was like nervous about it or whatever yeah and um, once we got onto the bed though mm-hmm. um, he started incorporating this dominant talk towards my cuck on the phone which I was not expecting oh like what kind of things was he saying Um, he was saying something like your girlfriend's pussy is so fucking good right now and nice. I was like oh my god <laughs> I was not expecting that I would not experienced that before yeah wow. But it was incredible in that moment. My cuck was getting off. That's all I'm going to say. He was like getting off. He was so turned on in that moment. Like was he, did you have parameters set up saying, hey, babe, it's okay to masturbate or you can touch yourself? Yeah, yeah. He was allowed to jerk off, but it was pretty hard for him to control himself in that moment. (laughs) It really was. And like for me, I was just like, you know, just the it was so transformational that experience that after that I was like wow this is like a whole new world <laughs> so wow. he so the guy so you start sucking the bull's dick that night yeah. and then was there like back and forth oral or did he just throw you on the bed yeah he's we got on the bed he started fucking me and just because he's so big were you lying down face up or what kind of position were you in um let me try to remember I think I was face down ass up Face down, mm, ass up. My That's favorite. the way I like to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I love that position. Oh, my God. I love it. That's great. Well, that's one of your favorite. Yeah. And um, so because his dick is so big, like the, when he started fucking me, like it literally took my breath away. And him being able to hear that oh, next, wow. like mm-hmm. on the phone, that kind of like when you gasp and you're, you're like, oh. and then him like you know kind of bottoming out inside of me i'm just like oh the noises because i'm noisy when i'm fuck and that oh so you were moaning and like yeah yeah, the moaning and like everything like that oh my god it was so hot just i'm sure (laughs) this is the very first time that he'd ever listened to his girlfriend on the phone yeah so your boyfriend's amazing he's in a remote location your boyfriend yeah 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 and he's touching himself jacking off yeah to you fucking another man yeah and you're sucking this man's dick, literally swallowing his pre-cum mm-hmm. and oozing it out, mm-hmm. right? And putting him in your mouth. Now he's fucking you kind of like a modified doggy style position. Yeah. And going yes. deep. Yeah. Super oh, deep. Shit. Super fucking deep. Yeah. And look at you just like... Dude, my just- wife is... She's... <laughs> she's imagine. She wants to be there now. I'm playing the movie. I told you, I'm a very visual person. <laughs> So, so our listeners, <laughs> that's why we want to tell them about this, because yeah. our listeners are very naughty. Now, okay, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to picture your doggy style. You said he reached the bottom of your pussy. I'm trying to imagine, like, how much of his dick is left outside? Probably some. After, yeah. I know it's hard to tell from your 
point of view because you couldn't really <laughs> see but I'm like damn I'm like that's what yeah. that's what I was trying to you know calculate in my yeah head. I know he's just definitely bottoming out on my cervix that's uh-huh. wow. that feeling but I mean I love that feeling for a yeah. lot of women this is very um it's overwhelming in a bad way but for mm-hmm. me I'm just like more <laughs> now could you feel his balls <laughs> oh yeah against you oh yeah. yeah okay so he was getting like that close there yeah. wasn't much dick left no he had I, stamina I like I can take it. I can yeah. take all of these guys. It's not like I, yeah, I don't know. I'm Got just it. You have a gifted good, that way. <laughs> well qualified pussy. A welcoming <laughs> pussy. <laughs> and now, okay, so all right. Now I want to know if condoms were involved or was this a bareback session? Uh, in that session, condoms were not involved. Okay, but this was something that was planned out that way in advance. Okay, yeah. Now, did you guys say, hey, we have to share test results yeah. and all that good stuff? Yeah, that was pretty important and still is pretty important. But okay. for me, I'm not on birth control anymore. So that doesn't happen anymore. Very often. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> not anymore, very often. Yeah. <laughs> very often. I thought you left it out. Well, yeah. No, not with like <laughs> new guys for sure. Because like, no, I'm, I don't want any, any accidents. Any scares or anything? Yeah, no. Right. So that brings up another question. Do you have any parameters set in place until you get to know a bull a little better and say, hey, I'm not going to do this. This is off the table, at least for a little while. On the first date, will you put some rules in place and then see how well the bull follows the rules and maybe relax a little bit? Do you do anything like that? Sort of. I mean, I I think back in the beginning when I was just getting to know all of these new Mm -hmm. bulls, it was very much like um, specific conversations that we'd have beforehand about like, okay, would you like, what do you not like, Mm -hmm. what do you want, you know, all of those sort of things, protection, not protection, whatever. But now that I have this kind of like stable of bulls, (laughs) who I see often and regularly. I like that stable. Yeah. Then um, I I don't have to have those conversations as often anymore. Like we already know what we like and stuff like that. But they're all very respectful of boundaries, mm-hmm. always, sure. and and that's key. And I wouldn't keep a guy around who who wasn't right. Now, do you would you ever say no anal for me or anything yeah. like that? Do you have any kind of hard? rules in place like that yeah yeah definitely no anal is one of them <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, so you don't do no booty play no they can lick it do they you let them lick your ass and stuff oh yeah hell yeah and i'll eat their ass no problem oh you're all about <laughs> that. oh shit they fucking love it <laughs> oh, it feels amazing guys, guys like it they love it these are big yeah. huge athletes and they're just like yeah eat my ass oh, yeah. <laughs> you stick you stick your nose in there oh sometime. get right in there Damn. yeah they love it no it doesn't make it. any one gay the no, fact that it no. feels good booty play right it's just a part of their body that's all it it's is amazing. <laughs> no it feels good <laughs> all right so we did a little segue but we want to finish the story about your first cuckolding experience so you are face down ass up this guy is hitting the bottom of your pussy from behind his balls are slapping against you what happens next yeah after that i had a really hard time talking in the phone because I, I couldn't, I just was like lost in, you know, in dick, the moment. black dick drunk in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking about anything else. I kind yeah. of like lost my boyfriend there on the phone for a bit. So you just had the phone down. Yeah, the phone ended up on sure. the bed. And then I just, yeah, he fucked the shit out of me. And it wow. was just, it was fantastic. Afterwards, when I talked to him on the phone again, he was just like, wow, baby, that was incredible. And I remember him saying to me, I trust you more now than ever before. And mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like those were the most honest 
words in that moment because a, sure. an experience like that, when you have that kind of intimate relationship with somebody who you love and you've experienced that together is so bonding and so connecting that mm-hmm. you really do feel so much closer to them after that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Did you fuck for, a, was it a solid half an hour of intense passion or was this like couple hours no no i think it was only about 20 minutes or something like that it wasn't a super long time an amazing okay. 20 minutes oh it was a lot of dick for 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> now he came one time and yeah then, he did and yeah. then kind of wrap things up did you linger and did you say hey okay this shit is over role plays done get the fuck out I mean, how did how, no, did that, how we, does it normally work yeah no we actually we sat in the hotel room and talked for a bit afterwards we i still talk to him to this day mm-hmm. off and on and yeah he's just a really cool guy like he gets the whole cuckolding thing so mm-hmm. for me it was my opportunity to ask him questions and i was just like i was not expecting you to say stuff like that yeah <laughs> right but that it was really fun <laughs> and so so it was a it was a learning experience for me after sure. that, but it was cool. We just hung around and talking stuff like that. And in general, are you open to doing like round two or three? If you like, say you've got a hotel room for the night and the bull's there, do you do multiple sessions in one night with a bull? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're like why? Do you like <laughs> overnight sessions. Or just like extended uh, yeah. sessions. Yeah, no, I, I flew out to um, a city where one of my football players was playing mm-hmm. and for a weekend and he was staying with one of his teammates mm-hmm. slash roommates and beforehand had brought it up to his teammate, the mm-hmm. fact that I am down for it all. Mm-hmm. And so I had a weekend of back to back, like two guys, two guys get the fuck out back to back. Yeah. The and same, then I at the same time at all. No, just back okay. to back. And, um, and then I just, I went and watched them play f- their football game. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> sitting there. In the, sitting get, on ice. <laughs> she's sitting on I, an ice bag. Fucking ice pack on my the, pussy. In the training room. <laughs> How does she get field passes? Yeah. Right. How does she get down low like yeah. that? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> but it's so crazy. Cause I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at them playing this game and I'm like, I just fucked both of those guys like, <laughs> that's hot the life i live yeah. yes <laughs> and they were both good oh they were oh wow. they were so good <laughs> yeah wow there's a lot of come that weekend damn <laughs> just now, everywhere where inside you... and out just everywhere no they came all in that weekend they came in only one place and that was in my mouth Oh, Damn. Wow. They must have talked about this beforehand because. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I swallowed a lot of cum that weekend. Oh, right. you Amazing. swallow. You yeah. swallow it. Yeah. And they're drinking Gatorade and stuff. I mean, they're, they're producing they a lot of semen. <laughs> they're producing a lot it's of it. It's hydrating. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start drinking chocolate milk. Maybe it'll turn me into a Mexico BBC. BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can try. <laughs> we'll take before and after. Sure. <laughs> I'll be the judge. <laughs> oh, we can enlist Venus's help with that. Yes, I think that'd be hot. <laughs> All right. So you have this tag team session and they came in your mouth that weekend. Where's your favorite place for the bulls to come? Either in me, but like I said, it doesn't happen that much anymore Mm -hmm. just because of the whole no birth control thing. Yeah. But I have a queen of spades tattoo that's literally like right on top of my pussy. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful place for them to come. It's just so symbolic. (laughs) Point to it. How far above your pussy? Right here. Right on the (laughs) Yeah. Right on the the fupa. Right above the Right so that like if a guy is eating my pussy, he's staring right at it. You Mm -hmm. can see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Silence. <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. You just made my husband speechless. <laughs> you know, you know why? Why? Because generally, when we do swaps, <laughs> I'll ask the gal respectfully. Oh yeah. Can I come on your tummy? Oh yeah. And tummy means like near her pussy, sure. and I tell her, and, and then she'll say, "Yeah, of course." And I say, "Like right here, right near your pussy," and she'll yeah. go. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So it's it's first the tummy, and then, it's, <laughs> and then it's verified, right? Like right, and I point to it right above her slit, like right. right here, right above your pussy. And yeah. she's like, oh yeah, and they love to rub it everywhere. They and play like, with it all yeah. the time. I was like, I was kind of amazed when we started swinging. How often the women love to play with his cum really? when yeah. when we're all done. See, when you said that, I'm picturing it because it's like my go to thing. I'm like, what are you thinking and, about? Okay, Tattoo placement. So we found out that one Queen of Spades tattoo is right there, right on, right above your pussy. Yep. And then the others are where? One is on my ankle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's identical, same same symbol. And then I have one on the back of my neck. And that one is okay. a bit different. It's, it's just a crown with spades that ring around the top of it. Cool. Yeah. So you can hide it with your hair, with your clothing. Yeah. All of these can be hidden, but can be displayed if you're wearing the right outfit. Yeah, and I I display them all the time and mm-hmm. never get asked about it. Right. I was gonna say, do you ever like wear jewelry? Because you know, swingers talk about okay, this is how you can identify other swingers yeah. and their black rings and yeah. upside down pineapple in your cart. I was just, I was gonna ask you. Okay, is that do- what that means? <laughs> I was just wondering about that today. Yeah. I'm like, what is this upside down pineapple? It's it's one of the things people say. Like, I've never seen it in a grocery it's, store. It's stupid. Okay. But people will put a pineapple in their shopping cart upside down. And that means that they're open-minded to play okay. with others. Or, or a t-shirt with a pineapple on it. Yeah, upside down pineapple. On their clothing. Okay. Or some, wearing something with it. It's the youngsters. Out. The youngsters have adopted the pineapple. It's known internationally as the... Symbol for hospitality and people in Hawaii will have like pineapple door knockers, little garden um, accessories, yeah, yeah. ornaments. So it's just something silly that these youngsters, you know, the millennials, they're pretty open sexually. They'll fuck. They don't really call it non-monogamy or swinging. They just just fuck their friends. So now it's the pineapple. We tell people to wear a Prior Society shirt because at least you know they're listeners of the podcast. Right, exactly. Black rings, you really, we wear ours, we've never been asked. So do you have a story in case someone says, hey, what's that tattoo? Have you already Yeah, it depends where I'm at when somebody asks me. So if I'm at work and I have patients who are asking me Mm -hmm. about my, my tattoo on the back of my neck and they ask me all the time, I just say, oh, you know, I just really like the crown. That's all I say. And, um... My parents asked me about my Queen of Spades tattoo on my ankle, sure. and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know. It just suits me." <laughs> and then they usually don't yeah, go they don't further into for, it. Yeah, yeah, they don't ask. I mean, they just don't think that it's <laughs> yeah. a symbol for something. I don't know. And it does suit you. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's true. Yeah, yeah. but I if I'm like, one. if I'm out somewhere else, like, and I know I'm not going to bump into these people anywhere else, I'll tell them straight up what it's all about. So, okay, let's say you're visiting Los Angeles and you're sitting at a bar, either at your hotel or someplace where it's hip, and you're displaying your legs, and a tall, muscular black guy walks up and says, I like your tattoo, and you like this guy. How does that generally flow, that conversation? What would you say? What? How does that go? Oh, I would probably be drooling in that moment. Right. 
<laughs> like he knows what it means. He knows what it means. Absolutely. And so what, how do yeah. you verify that everything's good? You might be attracted. So if you like a person, how does that conversation generally go? Well, you know, I don't really beat around the bush or at all. I, I'm pretty bold and upfront sure. about stuff. So Definitely. that conversation is going to be about, it's going to be pretty straight up. Like, yeah, you like my tattoo. I really like fucking black guys and you look really good. What are you up to tonight? <laughs> wow. I like it. Simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the point. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, that's just how I am. Very, very cool. So do you, if that's your normal personality, it must be easy to transition into a play scenario where you're dominant and you're taking charge. Is that your personality when you're fucking a bull and your yeah. cuck is there? Yeah. Yeah, there's, it, and that's why I like cuckolding versus hot wifing because I like to be in that more female led kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have learned to really love and enjoy that being in that position and, and having a guy who's somewhat submissive in some ways, not necessarily completely, but mm-hmm. in some ways. And the sexual denial part and the humiliation part, I've learned to really love that. Because it works with my personality, because that's who sure. I am. So yeah. it definitely suits me, and I'm comfortable in that role. Now, do you ever like to just chill and play more of a submissive role? You're not in a relationship. You're just hanging out with a bull. Do you ever just like to be, hey, I'm more submissive tonight? Yeah, I think there's definitely a hierarchy when it comes with my bulls. Like, I wouldn't say super submissive with them, but they know they have this, like, control over me where I'm just like, oh my God, fuck me right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They know they have that ability to just take it. Yes. And that kind of confidence just, it melts me. I'm like, oh fuck. That's yeah. Don't fuck with that. Let them do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so they are naturally kind of more dominant in that situation. Now, when you are engaging in a play scenario, you talked about humiliation and sexual denial. So let's say your cuck is in the room. What kind of things are going on? Is he just not allowed to touch himself or his hands bound? Do you make him, based on what I've seen in some porn, do you make him kneel down and get his face all up in your crotches when you guys are fucking? So he has to like, look, but he can't touch. He can't do anything. Um, Humiliation. Are you guys just talking shit to him or what kind of things are happening for the sexual denial and humiliation? Yeah, so I think it's very specific for each couple as far as what that looks like. But I think those stereotypes within porn are yeah. not not super common, but they do happen. But for me, I feel like he's there, he's watching mm-hmm. or listening in another room. Okay. But he's not tied up or restrained in some way. However, I do like chastity. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've learned to really love chastity. I didn't know what it was before, but it's fantastic. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's like literally just a little device that you put over top of his dick and lock it. So he cannot right. get hard. He can't touch himself. He can't jerk off. Mm. His dick is just caged up. It's, it's locked up. It's denied. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. And so that is a fun kind of tool to use in that situation. Okay. But a lot of women feel like that's kind of extreme. Too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I get that. I totally get that. It's something that's not completely necessary, but it's fun. Yeah. So, um, but as far as like degrading verbal language between me and my cock, not so much. But there are subtle little things mm-hmm. like having him go refill the drink for the bull. Sure. Yeah. Or go and get towels or tell him to come and clean me up afterwards. All sure. of those sorts of things mm-hmm. have that kind of humiliating aspect to it without being super yeah. cruel. 
there was this one porno I was watching and the cuck was underneath the couple. The couple was fucking kind of doggy style. And he was there like catching sperm yeah. or licking the bull's balls. Uh, yeah, Is yeah. that even a thing? I mean, has it ever happened to you? Has anyone ever requested that? I've done it once. I didn't think I would like it. I thought mm. I'd be too distracted. Okay, so usually I don't involve my cucks sexually when I'm ah, fucking bulls. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm too selfish. Sorry, not sorry. I'm too sorry. selfish. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too selfish. I like, I want that dick in that moment. And I that's my thing going on. Yeah. I'm not forgetting about you. But I don't want you meddling in there with right. that. Yeah. Right. And so I've had guys who've requested to be, you know, in there, like right up in there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, want to no. guide the dick in or something. Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. To, sure. to, yeah. And I'm just like, no. But that's just me. That's just my preference. Sure. And um, I have, I've done it once where the guy actually was underneath while the bull was fucking me from behind. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't think I would like it, but I actually, I didn't mind it. So maybe I just need to try that a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, what would you tell people who see the humiliation of cucks and maybe think, oh, God, that's they're, rude. That's not fair. Yeah, they're totally mistreating that guy. What would you tell them about the aspect of humiliation between you and your cuck? What's that dynamic like in your relationship? What people don't realize is that that humiliation or teasing aspect of it is a really loving gesture. And it's something that turns him on. And because sure. of that, it turns her on. So it's this like two-way street between them. And that, mm-hmm. like, he really enjoys that aspect of it. If he didn't enjoy that part, if he literally did not enjoy that part, I don't think this couple would be engaging in that at all. Right. So it may seem from other people that he's, like, being treated unfairly and this is not nice and people just assume that. But yeah. actually, it's a very loving gesture. This is something that he loves about her mm-hmm. when she does this for him. Okay. So if she were to not participate in that, she would be denying something that really fulfills him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, got he, it. he wants it, you want it. Exactly. It's all above board. Yeah. Dem the rules. Yes. <laughs> now, what kind of music do you play music? Do you like to dim the lights? Um, do you care if it's a um, well-equipped hotel room? We set up a central sanctuary generally when we do swaps. And, you know, we put mood lighting up and do the whole thing. Is that stuff important to you at all? Do you care? Or are you just there for the dick down? Okay, I saw pictures of your guys' rooms and I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, <laughs> I need those lights that yeah. you have. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it makes a little difference. Oh, you yeah, know? absolutely. You know, I usually do have music in the background. It's mm-hmm. usually the kind of genre of music that I listen to, which is usually what they listen to, which is like hip hop rap. Mm-hmm. And I, I just enjoy that part. Sure. Lighting is super important, yeah. especially if I'm going to be taking pictures and videos for my cock. Mm. Do you <laughs> like yeah. it? really bright no nothing <laughs> there needs to be soft lighting yeah. kind of mood lighting yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes that's hard to f- have in a hotel room but if yeah. it's like if it's in a house or an apartment it's much sure. easier to create that so what, are you playing like gangster rap 
what's your Pandora station generally or, or your, <laughs> your Amazon station, whatever it is that you're using, Spotify or what have you? It is gangster rap. <laughs> is it? So you're, yeah. you're a ghetto shit. Canadian. It's so funny because like you, People just wouldn't assume that of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you listen to but classical like, music. <laughs> Britney Spears. Taylor Swift or something. <laughs> like myself and my girlfriends, we all listen to this like, you know, it is straight up gangster rap. <laughs> we love it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you get into the show Power? Did you ever watch that on Stars? No. Oh, no. you so probably good. like it. Yeah. Like based, it. In New, based in New York mm-hmm. and the black uh, entrepreneur nightclub, drug dealing. And yeah. it's cool. 50 Cent was a producer on it. Oh, Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Power. it's actually a really well done, really well produced and great music. And so, yeah, anyway, it's not a commercial for power. It's not a commercial. It. I just, I was picturing it because yeah. uh, <laughs> she seems like one of the girls that play a character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we were talking a little bit about the humiliation aspect of cuckolds. What about people's misconceptions of cuckolds in general or the stereotypes out there? And how can you explain the real truth? behind cucks. Yeah. So there's this widespread belief that cucks are weak and pathetic, submissive, Mm -hmm. mistreated, not respected, all of those things. Like that's just what people generally think of. And I really think it's because of this femdom aspect in porn. Um, And then a lot more people now using cuck as a slur. And um, it's unfortunate because it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. I'm sure there are some submissive guys who consider themselves to be cucks. There's also some guys who are like really into the BDSM part of overlap of cuckolding where they just feel like it's part of being submissive. But I think in general, cucks, to be a cuck is a very emotional mind fuck. Mm-hmm. It is. And especially because it's with someone who you really love. Sure. So this whole mix of emotions that a cuck feels where he's turned on, but he's also anxious and he's a little bit jealous and he's just a little bit like it's this real soup of emotions going on. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to really deal with that and cope with that in a positive way, you have to be very mentally strong. And so if this Cheerful. idea that cucks are pathetic and weak is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, yeah. it's the equivalent of someone asking us, hey, Eros, why would you ever share your wife? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. It's real similar to that. And yeah. our answer is actually very similar. Hey, it's an evolved relationship. Our love is strong enough that we can handle that. So I, I understand where you're coming from. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. A lot of people make that assumption. And it's unfortunate because then there's this negativity towards cucks, making mm-hmm. the, people think that they're less of a man. Is what the idea right. is. They're less of a man, yeah, because they let their wife go and do this, and then that's just not right. In right. fact, they're more of a man <laughs> because yeah. they're strong enough to be able to do this mentally and mm-hmm. not like fall apart where yeah. a lot of other guys would. Yeah, it takes a lot of trust, a lot of strength, yeah, a lot of honor in the relationship to be able yeah. to do that. Come together, come back, and be stronger than ever before. So yeah. it makes perfect sense. Man, I have personally learned a lot so far already. Hey, you're fucking fantasizing a lot, too. <laughs> of course I am. You've learned a lot, and now you want to try some new shit. Baby, let's go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying because I never want to assume what people's realities are like. I mean, there is so much in the lifestyle since we've started a couple of years ago that I never knew existed. And 
also, maybe I knew it existed, but I never understood it. And I wasn't open, not necessarily for a play scenario between my husband and I, but I didn't know why people got off on it or what it did for them. So, I mean, we're talking about BDSM and fetishes and kink stuff and different kinds of stuff. But this topic, like having you in here has just shed so much light so far. And I know our listeners are just really absorbing all of this like a sponge. But once we're done here in the studio, where can people go to find you online? Because we know you have a blog. Here's so- where we're going. <laughs> you're blowing up the mattress. <laughs> I'm blowing up my IKEA mattress. You're like, that's where you're going. I'm going to go outside. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Venus, we're going to be in Vegas in the next month. We're going to be in Vegas two times, and then we're going to be in Vegas several times. I'm going to be at the Mm -hmm. pool getting a fucking tan, dude. (laughs) I am going to be out there at the Bellagio, at Paris, wherever else we're staying. With your dick out, so your dick will get darker, (laughs) My dick's already kind of dark. I know, but it'll get darker. (laughs) And I'm going to work on my tan. Yeah. And then I'm going to work on my vernacular, and I'm going to work on my diction, and I'm going to work on my musical skills, Mm -hmm. my rap game, (laughs) my flirt game. Start making beats. And get a fucking perm in my head. (laughs) All right? Yes. And I'm going to try to become that ideal man for you. (laughs) I'm not saying, you know, anything in particular. I'm just saying that I'm going to do my best to become that man for you. You're going to be a different man at that point. (laughs) I fucking wear a prosthetic, dude. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Hey. Whatever it takes. Some of them, I'm sure, are very realistic Uh, nowadays. (laughs) I'm doomed, man. I don't even have a chance. She doesn't. She loves the black dick. That's what she loves. BBC. And you know what? For anyone that's sitting out there that's thinking, wow, that sounds fascinating. I maybe would like to experiment with that. I'd like to learn Mm -hmm. more about it. Well, you have a podcast and you have a blog and you teach a bunch of stuff. When our listeners go to your blog, what kind of stuff are they going to learn? What kind of topics do you cover? Give me like maybe your past two or three blog posts. What are they about? Yeah. So my blog, there's a lot on there. I've been writing for the past four years and I've written, it's basically everything that I love and hate about this lifestyle. And what's the, <laughs> what's the website again? It's venuscuckoldress.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So my most popular posts have been, there's one that's called 17 ways to cuck your man. And it's super mm. simple. And it's just like a point form list cool. of 17 ways. Okay. And it starts out like pretty mild. Yeah. And by the end, I kind of fucking went off a little bit. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Put some ex- more extreme stuff in there. Sure. <laughs> but that was always a really popular one. And then <laughs> um, I do talk a little bit about the Queen of Spades aspect on there too. So I go into a little bit more detail. I do go into detail about cuckolding experiences as well as my experiences fucking black guys and sure. just I'll be all inspired after I mm-hmm. fuck somebody and then I'll be like I yeah. need to write about this right and then, yeah but also I've written about the um, one post called the cleanup where I go into detail about why I love that intimate moment where he's his face is between my thighs after I fucked a guy and so sure. there's posts like that on there. Very cool. Yeah. So Very it's a thorough. great place to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some I uh, post about, you know, why women should love this and all that stuff. Now, what about your podcast? Because you recently started a podcast about the same topic. So what inspired you to do that? And what is your aim with your podcast episodes? Yeah. So about six weeks ago, I launched my first podcast episode mm-hmm. and called the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. And I just, I really wanted, I've always wanted to be able to reach more women about this lifestyle because Mm -hmm. before I got into it, I didn't know it existed. Yeah. 
I knew I wanted something exactly like it, but I didn't know it existed. I honestly felt like I would never find a guy who would sign up for this. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, sure. who would sign up for that? So, Oh, there are a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. Now I know well, this. Especially <laughs> when they see you. They're like, shit, I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I want to be able to reach women. I want them to be able to know that, okay, number one, this kind of relationship exists. Mm-hmm. You can have it if you want it. Right. And there's so much in it for you to love. It's not what you think about as cuckolding. It's really not. There's so much love and respect in all of this. So that's been my main goal is to be able to reach more women. And yeah. it's been really hard with my blog because it's, it's mainly men reading it. So sure. I find right. with this podcast, it's being able to reach a whole new audience. Of oh, people. for sure. Yeah. And yeah. when you take a look at our statistics, our listenership is right about half women. And yeah. our analytics on our website, we have these deep statistics that we draw and uh, about half women because the couples listen together, together not right. at the same time, but they listen together. So you're going to be reaching a lot of women and uh, you have a good audience of bulls as well, which is why we were asking you about some good practices for bulls. Yeah. And yeah. We do want to ask you as we begin the wrap up for some tips on good practices for bulls, things that they can do better to get more action and be invited back. Mm-hmm. And also uh, my lady has a very important one that she wanted to ask about. Yeah, I want to know if you have any kind of security protocols in place when you're meeting bulls. I mean, we may not have a ton of cuckoldress listeners, but we have a lot of couples that do hot wife play where the wife will go out on her own and meet a single guy or even couples that go out on hall passes where they're playing with the male half of another couple on a solo date. You know, usually that's someone they know, but what kind of tips can you give these couples, these women to make sure they stay safe when they're out on a play date? I know this can be a big factor for a lot of women who Mm -hmm. are considering this kind of lifestyle, especially because you are going and fucking guys Mm -hmm. who you probably don't know very well. And yeah, it can be pretty scary. So I think... Uh, taking the time to really get to know somebody first, verifying them on the phone and in mm-hmm. person is key. But when a bull takes, he's patient and he takes the time to really get to know you and your partner, then that is a really good sign. Mm-hmm. And just because you go and meet somebody does not mean you need to fuck them right away. Yeah. Go out for dinner with them, go out for a drink, whatever. Just take the time to really find your comfort zone with that person first. Now, will you meet the bull on your own or do you take your cuck with you? How does that work? I think for couples in this lifestyle who are just getting into it and just thinking about fucking the first bull, it's important for the husband to be there, the mm-hmm. boyfriend to be there. It's hot as fuck for that him would make to be sense. there. Yeah, yeah. But, but for her safety as well. So she feels comfortable that, you know what, she can just put the brakes on this yeah. if and he can enforce that if mm-hmm. that needs to be that way. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I've only had one really bad experience and after that, I'm definitely a lot more careful. Tell us what happened. Yeah. yeah. So I, I ended up going to see, I, you know what? My gut feeling told me something was sure. off. Yeah. So and that's before the thing. you went out there, yeah. you knew something. I knew something was, right? was up, but I didn't listen to my gut feeling. And we'll that's get, like... We'll, we'll give it away. What yeah. was it? What did you detect? What did you sense? I don't know. And I don't know exactly what wow. it was, but I just knew something was off. Okay. And I didn't listen to that. Now, and had you met this bull in person before the no, play No, but I had been talking to him for a while. Okay. And it ended up a really fucking scary experience where I was not safe. I actually had to phone the police just to get out of that place. And my boyfriend at the time was, he felt so horrible, but like he was in a different province. So it's yeah, not like he, he wasn't nearby do, at no. all. Was he listening or watching at the time? Not that night. No. Okay. 
But it was just after that, I was like, you know what? I should have listened to my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, that's what I do more now than ever. Yeah. If I feel like something's even slightly off, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Now, can right. you say what the guy was doing that made you feel uncomfortable? Was he like trying to get like a little too rough? Were, what yeah, was it? You don't have to be specific, but give us an idea. Roommate, and it was the roommate who went berserk. So it was mm. this roommate was kind of jealous of the situation that was going on, mm. and he was straight up crazy. Yeah, so I knew something was not quite right within that scenario. Okay. <laughs> was the roommate trying to jump in and, and yeah, have fun too? Yeah, 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 he did. He was trying to fuck as well. Yeah, he uh, was, yeah, and I was like, no, 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 this is not what I signed mm -hmm. up for. Right. <laughs> I'm here for one man. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I just went downhill from there. So after that experience, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm absolutely going to bring my boyfriend with me if I can. Sure. Mm -hmm. And if not... I'm going to listen to my gut feeling and take the time to get to know somebody first. Yeah. So I have found that my gut is what tells me what's right and what's, Absolutely. what's not going to be and we'll, good. We'll yeah. do an episode on security, sweetie. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely do it's one. It's an important one. I mean, it's a topic that's important to us and mm -hmm. maybe we'll have Venus cuckolders back. That'd be great. And we'll talk about it yeah. because it's, I think it's a very important topic for the people with the hall passes and the hot wife play and mm -hmm. the single play whether you're meeting someone that posts a rendezvous for example on cassidy i see rendezvous all the time that mm -hmm. say i'm a bull i'm passing through town on business i'm here i'm available and it's a stranger total stranger yeah. looking to fuck and they will get action i'm sure but at the same time, would you carry around some brass knuckles? You listen to gangster rap, man. You <laughs> you probably bring a, a Desert Eagle firearm. Down. But then she's from Canada, so her <laughs> firearms rules are a little different. Yeah. See, my lady would take a gun with her. Yeah. She's, very, she's yeah. very well trained, by the way. I mean, she teaches women how to shoot. Yeah. You know, federal police and stuff. But check mm -hmm. this out. Pepper spray. I mean, uh, karate chops. Or you just run really fast. What's your contingency plan if things go south? Yeah, I feel like there's always a certain amount of risk that you have to take when you're meeting somebody new. Mm -hmm. You try to minimize that as much as possible. But at the end of the day, you just kind of got to hope that it's going to work out really well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, some women will bring pepper spray or whatever. I haven't. Um, maybe I should, but well, look, I don't I, fuck a lot of new guys right now anyway, so yeah. I'm not too worried about There's it. There's no huge concern there. Yeah. I have a theory. Can I share that? Okay, go ahead. She's fucking millionaire athletes. <laughs> she has nothing to worry about. They have about. their own security. These guys, <laughs> these guys would be fucked oh, if she even said something. If there was a hint of any bullshit in the They're press. nervous. Yeah, that's true. You know, They've got a lot to lose they, if, they, if, they lose. Do some, if they try to pull some stupid shit. It's not some guy. Right? right. It's not some guy that yeah. just wants to get and it And then, in. I mean, look at her. Why would you want to fuck up a good thing like that? <laughs> if you can have a repeat session with this hottie. Okay. Yeah. Give, me, give me an actress she looks like, kind of. Oh, man. She protects her privacy online. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking Pamela Anderson. Yeah. That's the first thing That's that right. came to mind. She does look like that. <laughs> hottie, dude. Great tits. Nice curves. Nice tan, blonde hair. Blonde by choice. Big titties. You know, she just. just dude, her titties are milky. Look I know. at that. <laughs> what's your what's your uh, like titty with your bra size for the guys that are fantasizing? It's a D cup. That's it. It's a D cup. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> nice pink pink nipples. Pink nipples right? What's your toenail polish right Can now? Can you pull what, them what, out, please? Which, I mean, she, she's gonna show us her feet. Oh, pink. I like that color a yeah. lot, actually. And there's the tattoo. There's a tattoo right oh. there. Yeah. Right. What does it say on the bottom? It says Venus. Man, oh, oh this here says Nicholas. Got says it. Says my cuck who passed away. Oh shit! Wow, You're honoring goodness. your uh, yeah. your cuck. Okay, that's yeah. amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah, very cool. Okay, what were we talking about? 
Well, I'm well, yeah. talking about her feet. <laughs> Body. Good arches. Boom. Yes. Good pink uh, toenail polish. Mm-hmm. And by the way, don't worry about the two-hour parking. They don't even fucking drive around. <laughs> no one knows where we're looking. Don't fucking tell anyone where our studio is, Venus. All right, but um, all right. So we're going to do a separate episode on security because it isn't yeah. important to us. So as we begin the wrap up, we have a few more questions that we want to ask you. I know we could be here all day with all this hot talk, but you know, we mentioned that our audience is about half men, half women, and we have a lot of single males and bulls that listen to our podcast. You can picture a classroom full of single males and potential bulls out there. If you were in front of the classroom, what can you tell them about best practices, things that they should do to improve their chances of being invited to play and being invited back? Yeah. So I think for sure, the number one thing is just don't be pushy. Pushy is such a it's a turnoff mm-hmm. for women, especially in this lifestyle. Yeah. Don't be pushy. Take as much time as you focus on the sex between you and her. Mm-hmm. Take as much time to focus on the relationship between her and her cuck and mm-hmm. don't exclude him. Right. And that's super important. Mm-hmm. If a guy is really only focused on her, just talking to her, yeah. not even thinking about what's going on with him, right. Right. then that's that's not a good he thing. He needs to respect the dynamic. Yeah, he totally does. And enjoy it. Absolutely. I have a right. question. Let me, let, me have a, let me ask a question. Do you subscribe to the notion that a bull is a play thing, a play toy, a temporary moment of pleasure? Know your role, come in, fuck well, respect everyone, and then leave. Is this person an accessory, or do you like to tell the bulls that they should be something more like a friend or a confidant? What's your perspective on it? That's an excellent question. I think for some couples, they are just a person there for sex. Right. To yeah. satisfy that one part. Right. And I think generally, you know, in my life, yes, they are. That's a big part of it. But I also need to totally adore and respect them as a friend as well. And so sure. I can talk to them about normal everyday stuff just as easily as I can talk to them about some crazy, sexy, insane conversation about fucking. So right. um, there has to be, for me, that kind of balance between the two. Right. And he's got, he's absolutely going to know about my lifestyle and completely respect that and therefore respect me as a person because of it. Mm-hmm. And the guys who I keep around in my life are the ones that are like, yeah, that Venus girl, she's, she's awesome. Like she's really living it. Mm-hmm. And they love that part of it. Right. They're not just a stunt cock. No. Right. right. Yeah. And they're also not jealous. They never get possessive or yeah, anything like that. Yeah. I hate it when they just start to get possessive. And if they right. do, it's goodbye. I'm like, no. Immediately cut yeah, it off. Immediately, yeah. Immediately. Like there's just, they, yeah. all, they know that they're one of a few mm-hmm. or many. How many? How many guys are you fucking right now? Honestly, like in the past month and a half. Well, there's about, dudes? there's about five on rotation. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are my favorites. These are all black guys. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no opportunity for Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at, sweetie? I'm just because asking. Because I knew a, what you were going to say I'm before ask, you said it. A, all right. <laughs> something is, this is important. Has a bull ever tried to steal you away? Make you a girlfriend? Yeah. Pull or you proposed? Away? Yeah. One fell in love with me. Yeah. Mm. That was now, super did, awkward. <laughs> did that last or did you just end that? No, it, it ended because obviously that's not something that I, that's not a road that I want to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's the thing. It may have worked if it was a kind of triad kind of relationship. Right. Maybe. Uh-huh. This kind of complicated and hard to maintain something like that where yeah. you're all in love with each other. But it's not impossible. And maybe that would have worked. 
but at the time I was single. I didn't have a cuck okay. in my life. Mm-hmm. And and he just wanted a relationship and I was just like, No, I can't. Like yeah. you no, I, I just it's not gonna work like that. And it was Right. And he had the best dick ever. Oh, sure. I had to give it up. And you had a lot of good dick. <laughs> oh so my that's, god. That's saying something special. But you yeah. fucked for a while though, at least. Uh yeah, a few months. We were definitely spending way too much time together having mm. too much sex <laughs> <laughs> but he, you needed him as a bowl not as a yeah. life partner yeah yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. Sense. exactly but i really respected and loved him as a friend so mm-hmm. it was not that easy just to let him go but yeah that can be really complicated now when you're meeting your bulls you know as a single woman right now are you going out on dates do you do the dinner no. dancing thing you just meet to fuck and yeah and leave yeah um there are some instances where i've taken them out to like a club or whatever or to a sex club <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Show, them, sure. show them off yeah totally yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's so funny because my friends in the lifestyle and the swingers lifestyle they're like you always show up with a black guy I'm like, right. <laughs> like you know me by now yeah. <laughs> i have to bring my own because there's none here <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I don't do, I don't do any kind of like, usually don't do a lot of other stuff with them, but it's not off the table. Mm-hmm, um, right. Yeah. You and, just usually, you maximize your time. You're there for what you arrived for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like when we have plans to meet up, it's sex. Like we don't have to talk about that. It's yeah. obviously going to happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, is there, obviously there's a little conversation, but what's the shortest amount of time from when you met up with a bull and you had his dick <laughs> that's inside was, you? That's what I was going to ask next. Um, like immediately, like right away. I yeah, I I was here in L.A. Actually, <laughs> oh shit, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I had this guy come up to the hotel room. I didn't know him. The guy I was kind of dating at the time, this cock, he had arranged for this, like all these black guys to come, and they would just like literally come in the door, and we would just fuck like right away. Would back you get their back. names? Or no, no, I didn't you know who just, they were. Wow. <laughs> start fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a line out the door, like a sign oh, we at had like, to, like, doctor's office? Time them like appointments. <laughs> how long did you? How much time did you leave between appointments? I think it was like two hours. Yeah. So you had enough time to kind of clean yourself up a little up. bit, yeah. freshened up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. And then are you generally you're good to go? Yeah. Right yeah. away. Yeah, that was a fun weekend. <laughs> you're a naughty girl. I like you, Venus. All right. Teach our, our ladies some hygiene tips for the yes. pussy. What can they do to make sure the pussy is always great, amazing, with good pH balance? Yep. It's all about pH. Right? <laughs> yes. What are the things? Is it a it's diet like internal, thing? Is it, um, there's all this stuff that you read online, but I mean, what could you recommend for the ladies? Well, I know quite a bit about this, sure. and it's really important as much as you can to just leave it the fuck alone, because mm-hmm. yeah. a pussy is like a self-cleaning oven. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's designed beautifully. Yeah. However, when you do have problems, it's most likely due to pH problems. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some now easy products to to buy in the drugstore that will combat that and get you back on track. Is but, there a favorite or something over the counter or something that a woman could buy? Yeah. A suppository of some kind, a special soap? Yeah. Well, there's uh, boric acid tablets that work mm-hmm. really well just to change the uh, acidity slightly, mm-hmm. okay. but you only want to use that for a short amount of time because right. you you want your body to just self-adjust. Do its own thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but the best thing that you can do is leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Just, what's your favorite soap? What do you kind of soap are you using? Pears. Yeah. Pears soap. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
but very cool. Yeah, nothing special. But I think it's it's just important that you don't douche. Like douching is like really bad. One for of the worst you. things. Yeah, you do. do not ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Your body will like try to overcorrect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But gotcha. hygiene is really important. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially when you're fucking lots of guys. I mean. Right. <laughs> right. So you were well yeah. lubricated that weekend in L.A. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you normally use lube or are you pretty good and nice and wet? Yeah, on your I don't own? normally use it. Your body yeah. just produces its own moisture. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Nice, clear <laughs> I'm a squirter, discharge. too, so <laughs> I make oh, a fucking shit. mess. Oh, shit. <laughs> You just, you squirt sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah all I the do. time or just sometimes? Just sometimes. It's very positional. And I find like uh-huh. guys with big dicks can get to the right spot. What's so, the position that makes it easiest for you to squirt? I would say uh, face down, ass up is a good one. It mm. definitely gets the right spot. Now, are you on your knees on the bed or standing up bent over the edge of the bed? Bent over the bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely gets it in the right spot. But I don't know. Sometimes it's just a random position and all of a sudden like, woo, it's like yeah. waterworks. Yeah. <laughs> and it just goes everywhere. And they, yeah. guys like that? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Wow. Do they put their face down in Messy. it or do they just, they fuck it? They just like to fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They just love it. Yeah. They just like, uh, every single bull that I have just loves this hot, sweaty, nasty, mm-hmm. wet, messy sex. <laughs> Paired with some it. gangster rap and, yeah. and a little white girl. <laughs> yeah. You, you're, you would qualify as, if you lived down here, you'd be just a white girl, yeah. right? Yeah. With the blonde hair, mm-hmm. the pretty, <laughs> nice tan, right? All taken mm-hmm. care of. Mm hmm. Very, very cool. So that's, guys, that's who you've been listening to this entire time. <laughs> the I, girl next door. I'm going to really. sniff. I told him I'm going to sniff that. <laughs> I'm going to take a little. He will. He I'm going to rub you know, a little paper on and carry that paper with me <laughs> and uh, just fantasize about it while I work on my tan in Vegas <laughs> and uh, get my perm afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we kind of wrap things up, and we, I said this a little while ago, but I want to know. What is a big fantasy that you have that you still have yet to experience? I know you've had a lot of cool experiences as a single female in the swinging lifestyle. And, you know, since you've taken up the role of cuckoldress, what is something on your fuck it list that you really want to experience? Fuck it list. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's uh, there's only one thing on that list that I haven't done that I want to do more than anything in the world. And that's having uh, BBC gangbang on my wedding night that's yeah. why I, yeah that's why i haven't had a gangbang yet i'm saving oh. it for that night and mm-hmm. i want it to be all black guys right. and obviously my cuck husband's going to be there watching yes. and enjoying but just i have this vision of me in this beautiful stunning white dress yeah big sparkly ring on my finger yeah. kind of like kneeling on the floor surrounded by all of this beautiful black skin yeah. give me an idea how many dudes are you thinking i want five Gotcha. Five is a good number. Okay. Did and they're f- all going to be guys who I know really well. Oh, you're going to pre-qualify them. I've already invited them. a few. I just need to find the husband. The husband's nice. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many guys did you fuck in LA that weekend where your cuck arranged for a bunch of black dudes to just come into your hotel room? That was, I was really only there for 24 hours and I fucked three of them within that time. And that still wow. gave me enough time to go to the pool and relax. <laughs> oh, That's amazing. It. You're very good time management skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, so you carry around a little whiteboard, right, where they sign in. So you want at least five guys okay. on your wedding night. Yeah. And you want a gangbang. Yeah. Now, yeah, will they cool. be in constant rotation in the pussy or are they one in each hole and two dicks in your hand? 
you want them all in action. What's that look like for you? I haven't completely decided about that part. Mm -hmm. And I somewhat want to just like let it flow the way it's going to flow. But I mean, considering about opening up the back door for that day. You'll open Ah. it for for anal. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. You might do it. So you can do a full airlock. Yeah. And I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably not use any birth control on that night. Fuck it. And just, it'd just be a plan B the next day. <laughs> just get fully moisturized. <laughs> I'm just going to like yeah. go for it. <laughs> yeah. When are you going to do it? It's not, it's only going to happen once. I yeah. mean, technically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Make or it just have memorable. a beautiful black baby. Right? <laughs> it's okay. I, no. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not into having any more kids. No, 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 no kids. No. Gotcha. <laughs> Done with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So one final question, sweetie. What, advice can you give for couples out there who are listening to this and thinking, man, it sounds hot. I don't know if it's for us or if they're even thinking about trying it. What advice can you give to them to help them? I would just say, please go for it. Try it and at least have an open mind about it. Because if it's something that you both really end up loving, it's going to be incredible on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say I totally jumped in head first. I mean, I didn't even pause to ask myself sure. if this was okay. I just knew right away. I was like, oh my God, this is what I want. But I think that's unusual. Most women are going to want to kind of take their time with it and kind of dip their toes in it a little yeah. bit. And so going slow, I think is the best advice for most couples who want to try this mm-hmm. and see how it works. Like I said, it's very mentally kind of challenging for the cuck. Sure. And there's all these concerns about the woman has about her safety and slut shaming and things like that, mm-hmm. that sure. she has to work through. Yeah. So it's going to be, you have to kind of uh, go through all of those challenges together and you might make some mistakes at some point, maybe take a step back, yeah. but it's better than diving headfirst into it and having to take 10 steps back when something doesn't go right. Sure. Yeah, and sure. they don't know whether they like it until they actually Do experience it. it. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. I think it's fantastic. Damn it. I learned a lot today. My lady, yeah, she's I did too. fucking talking about tapping, <laughs> I'm already looking me. up. <laughs> she's on Cassidy. <laughs> she unchecked the box where it says single guys don't contact us. She just got rid of that. Hey, Please I, contact us. I've got a little black book of my favorite books <laughs> and I share just so you know. <laughs> Point taken. Okay. <laughs> we'll DM you on, on Instagram. <laughs> you guys can have a naughty weekend. You'll be trouble. Both you guys together. Probably. You know the yeah. guys love, love a nice booty, dude. And I can tell Venus has a nice booty. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I can nice. see it. Like, yeah. But she's gotten them jeans. She's, she, yeah. Hold on. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> she's very well qualified to say that so pamela anderson actually she looks like yeah that. that's what i thought of immediately yeah. so people can find you on your website which is your blog venus mm-hmm. do you have any social media yeah i'm going? pretty active on twitter so my twitter handle is at cuckoldress v and I'm on Instagram, but I keep getting banned off of there. But my newest okay. account on there is the <laughs> Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. So you can find me there as well. And then, yeah, there's lots of ways to get in touch with me on my website, Venus Cuckoldress. Sure, you'll have all your yeah, contact information on there. On there. Yeah. That, th- so that'd be the hub. Go yeah. to your website. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. And we'll put the link down in the show oh, notes yeah. as well. So, For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and say goodbye because she's in LA. She's probably going to go fuck a bunch of black dudes. Yes. I, I actually am. <laughs> Just a date. Is that the plan? Yeah. There's one tonight. There's one at least. <laughs> Maybe two. 
No, there's one unless another one happens to show up. <laughs> okay. And you find these guys are pretty responsible, like they will show up when they say they will? Yeah, I know this guy really well. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Oh, so there's experience there. Yeah, yeah. He's so you already he comes know. up to Vancouver and I fucked him a few times. Yeah. Mm. So you're looking forward to that. Very I nice. am, yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. All your favorite positions. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting wet just thinking oh, about it. Shit. I see you rocking on that chair. Yeah. And that's I'm like excited. you're definitely sniffing the chair now. Rubbing, rubbing her legs together. Look yeah. at that. Right? Getting that little pussy already. Getting warmed up. You gotta be warmed up. All right, guys, we're gonna see you on the next episode. Cuckoldress V, thank you for joining us here in the yes. studio. Really yeah, a pleasure. For man. Me. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic, man. And uh, perhaps we'll do it again. Uh, you yeah. would you be up to joining us in the future? I would love to. That'd We'd love great. to yeah. have you back on. Whether you're in Los Angeles or we do it via the I'm internet. I'm gonna come to Vegas. <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh. we're there all the time. Oh, definitely. You never know. Maybe. You'll have a good time. There. <laughs> great idea. All right, we appreciate you being on the show with us, Venus. We have had an awesome time talking about all the sexy stuff, and we know our listeners have learned so much. So we thank you for sharing some knowledge with them and shedding a little bit of light on a lifestyle that is pretty mysterious for a lot of people. So we appreciate your time, and we wish you a lot of fun, sexy time in L.A. And you guys, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you on the next episode, Sexies. Bye. Love, enlightenment, pleasure, the Priory Society Podcast.